On this episode of the Var Bar Podcast, on this bumper episode of the Var Bar Podcast, the boys will be catching up on all the games that's happened in this festive period. I know you've not heard our voice for a while, but we've got a lot to discuss. We've got we've seen a lot of goals, we've seen a lot of L's. Um yeah, man, this is the festive period in England. Hey Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. To the bar. Yo, 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 what it do, my peoples? We are back again with the Vaba podcast. Yes, I know what you're thinking. You probably heard this voice before. Yes, I was that guy on BBC News the other day. This is Moon. <laughs> back on. Oh, my God. <laughs> Here we go. Fame. Hey, you might have seen my little interview when we were talking about Sam Allison. That was me, man. Um, Ouch here. But if you've not seen it, Check it on the. We're gonna post on the vault. Nah, the way the way the, the way they edited that, yeah, they let they let like two three white people talk. Like, who's that? Who's that? Who's bloody that? And then, <laughs> there's this black guy showing up. Like, yeah, that's Sam Allison, the first black. Come on, my BBC man. That was so. That was a big setup, man. <laughs> they, they, fam, they really set up, bro. I can't lie, because I. That was a Did they give you the answer as well? Because you sounded too confident. <laughs> no, G G. It's actually funny because obviously, it just shows though, innit? Is this the point? Because. I knew about him, and as soon as he did the name and what we were at football, I knew exactly it was going to be football related, and I, and mm. I knew the the guy. So it was actually one of the one of my boys was like, "Oh, Munya, how many takes did you take to do that?" But that was actually first take. Damn, I was actually gaffed. You're ready made for telly, man. <laughs> but for our listeners um, we'll post this after the episode goes out so if you're wondering what's he talking about but don't loud it too much man my, my phone's going off so I'm a bit busy right now isn't it <laughs> <laughs> but more, I'm, I'm joined with my boys C Strider and Rapping Drew the only ones to have Come on. you know <laughs> made the effort after eating and drinking after Christmas boys did you have a good day man how's the Christmas Stress are you going man uh, yeah, man, Christmas was good. Obviously, spent time with the loved ones, ate loads of food, drank loads of drink. But I'm I'm back to reality. I'm back to work now, man. So it's it's been a it's been a short break for me. But yeah, it was enjoyable. Yeah, same for me as well, man. It's good times with the family. Uh, chopped, um, played games, of course. Got my head slapped by my own kids with children monopoly, which was a bit mad. But um, yeah, <laughs> bro, they slapped me up, boy. Bam. within seconds first round um the oldest one collected i was like calm we go again the youngest one collected i'm like ah. i left it there boy but yeah it was all good man good vibes man a good one to teach him about finances man um, mm. but similarly like sea striders man's also back to work unfortunately but it's been a good little break man little quick reset um but I don't know about you, Strides. Fam, Arsenal, we've not played and, and, and Spurs. Obviously, we're recording this episode on a Wednesday. We ain't played since, what, Saturday, which is a while back ago. And also, it's that time of the year where I actually don't know what the days are. But I'm missing much of my team play, man. Yeah, man, I'm missing Angeball right now. I can't lie. Last game was uh, was Everton, I think on the 23rd, like you say. So, yeah, it's yeah. been a few days. Looking forward to the game, obviously, coming up. But... um. Been enjoying the, the rest of the games anyway, so it's, it's been filling the gap. I love the Christmas period, man. There's football on every day, all times Fam. of day, so it's good. You can just watch all day, man. Just chill, drink, watch football, bet, lose money. What's that <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. All right, man, let's get straight to it. So 
After our last episode, again, lots of games, more than 15 games of the Premier League, but we did have the EFL games come up. Um, I mean, <laughs> everyone's saying it's all fixed, how Liverpool and Chelsea have been separated um, to the to, to, to respective two semifinals. So, Andy, who you, who you man got? I think we've got Fulham, two legs. Oh, and it's two legs as well. Yeah, so Liverpool got play home first uh, yeah. against Fulham and then they go away to Craven Cottage. Whereas Chelsea got probably the better draw of Middlesbrough. But is there a better draw? Maybe Liverpool, people are saying Middlesbrough will want to have Chelsea out of the <laughs> left in that draw. Um, Chelsea go away first um, to... What is that stadium? It's not Stadium of Light. Riverside. Riverside? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Because them two look alike too much, man. But um, <laughs> they go away to Riverside and then they then go to Stamford Bridge, which I feel like, yeah, we've got two good ties there. People obviously thinking that, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's favoured the bigger team. But two legs, anything can happen, man. Um, Andy, you're confident going into that? Yeah, man, 100%, man. I think for me, if there's any team in world football, there's probably two or three other teams that love a two-legged tie. It's probably Liverpool, man. So... Um, it also being um, against Fulham as well. I think Fulham, they're a decent side. They lost their way in the last couple of games after smashing every team like 5-0, 5-0. I think they scored 13 goals in like three games and then now they haven't con- they haven't scored a goal in like three, the last three games as well. So they're a bit weird, but obviously that's Marco Silva football. Um, yeah, man, but I'm fairly confident, man. But the only thing I'm upset about is that we're playing um, at home first. That's the... Nasty part about it, but we should get the do- job done. Yeah. I mean, they gave you a good run for your money in the Premier League game. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how they missed. They were leading at one point, weren't they? And then 3 2 with eight minutes to go. <laughs> nonsense, man. Nonsense. Um, and then obviously, we say that Chelsea are playing Middlesbrough. I mean, I, I do think that will be a good game, regardless. Looking at Middlesbrough, Michael Carrick. Are they doing well, yeah? When, yeah when they're doing it- very well. I think I saw in the league, oh, I don't know what exact position they are in, but they're up there. Definitely, definitely in the, looking around the playoffs. Um, Michael Carrick has been mm-hmm. done. Nah, they're 14th, man. They're 14th. They're nowhere near, man. <laughs> uh, actually, actually, they are points-wise. It's only like three points separating 6th and 14th. So, yeah. That's, That's mad. the thing, isn't it? With, <laughs> with championship football, bro, all the teams, like, after two games, it can all change. But yeah, man. Big up there. Big up them as well for getting there to the semi final, man. Um, it's obviously if they're done well to get there. So we've got to give them enough flowers. All right, man. The, the, there's the Mickey Mouse Cup done. Oh, Andy, sorry. <laughs> before, 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 before we. Why are you laughing, bro? What's funny about that? Bro? Uh, you know, everyone calls it that, but obviously, I know Ken was saying, oh, but you guys haven't worn it. <laughs> you confident, though? You're going to go all the way? You know me, man. The Mickey Mouse Cup, Carabao Cup, Caribbean Cup, uh, Carlsberg Cup, or whatever it's been called in the past. Um, every trophy, every trophy that my team em- enters in, whenever the competition starts competitively, it's a... Uh, it's a big trophy for me. So, yeah, man. Yeah. No, I hear it, man. I hear it. Um, yeah, man. Prem games. I mean, it's the league that we love, man. The best league in the world. Actually, <laughs> they tried it again, didn't they, boys? The Super League boys. They came knocking on the door. They wanted They wanted, They wanted. wanted to do it again and again. Um, we had, what, 
Barcelona and Madrid leading it. They wanted to bring back the Super League and obviously the Prem teams have said, no, man, we're not about it. We don't want it. Andy, you're pro Super League though, aren't you? Yeah, man. I'm just like, obviously, like the European Court of Justice, they've, they've, they've ruled in favour of, you know, the Super League. It, you know, it'd be, a, you, you can't basically um, reprehend like uh, clubs or entities wanting to start a different competition within football right now football has been monopolized by uefa and fifa and this has got people thinking that they are the only ones that are allowed to run competitions or like external competitions outside you know like league football uh but really it's you know what what they what the argument of the super league donis were like it's the same as setting up a business we want to set up a business and we want to have um, other people join our business so it should work the same in football as well so obviously the european court of justice ruled in favor for that uh but it seems like uh uefa got into the hearts and minds of all these football clubs they came, they all came out with statements saying you know we we back uefa we love playing in the champions league etc cetera, etc cetera. it's all bullshit man like you know, like wherever you go, it's a money grab. I think people, their main argument is like, yeah, Super Cup, they're just doing it for the money. And Real Madrid and, and um, Barcelona, they try to catch up uh, with the Premier League and their, you know, FFP is coming for them. But fam, even, you know, life is about money at the end of the day. I don't know why fans, uh, and I know people like Munya will call me like armchair fans because we don't go to the stadiums and that, but... At the end of the day, man, I don't know why fans, why fans are being, are, are, are being so against the Super League as well. I mean, give it a go, man. Give it a try. At least hear them out. See what the actual proposition is. And let's see if in, in about five years time, we can have that conversation. Yeah, no, I hear that though about giving it a chance. Um, see Strider, I've never really got your view on it. What, what, what's your thoughts on the Super League? And like, how do you feel about that? I'll be real, man. I don't really care about them things. I'll be so raw, like, I don't have much of an opinion on it. If it happens, cool. If it doesn't happen, cool. My main focus really is trying to win a DM trophy because I ain't seen one since 08. Do you know what I'm saying? So the Super League chat kind of goes over my head. Do you know what I'm saying? I keep it a buck, bruv. Like, I, I focus on the bread and butter. Like, Prem, obviously, we ain't going to win really, but trying to compete the best we can and just try and win a cup. And then once we finally secure a trophy, then I can talk about Super League. But obviously, from a from a, like a overall perspective, I'm with Andy. I don't see what's bad about it. I understand kind of like club morals and like we should be against going into these things, but try it out, see what happens. It may like in some ways change football for the better. Um, so yeah, man, I'm not against trying new things. This is why I like you, man. This is why the Spurs ones I like you. Max, I hope you're listening. Come with a real talk, man. No nonsense yeah no, that I, I i definitely hear you on that bro um and i won't go any further before you start thinking i'm taking a dig at you so no I, I respect that still so super league will it happen will it not i'm sure we'll hear about it again in the new year um it, it never seems to go away as we heard there barca and madrid always the ones leading the way because they just want more money because they're not getting it their league is dead man let's fake the facts <laughs> so Premier League, man, kicked off with the infamous M26 derby, man. Um, Palace and Brighton. Surprised about Palace, man. Um, they did very well for themselves. Took the lead very uh, well. With Jordan Ayew, as I said, Ayew probably 
Um, got himself another 10 starts because I don't know how he's starting in that Palace team. The, the, the bond that him and Roy Hodgson has is, is something else. But then Danny Wolbeck gets a late equaliser, leaving it 1-1. We talk about derbies, but what do you man think about this one, though? I like to call it the M26 derby because they say it's down the road from each other, but it's one of those. Do you, do, you, do you guys actually see the rivalry or not really? I personally don't buy into it, man. Too tough. Obviously, I'm not a Palace or a Brighton fan. I know the historical mm. element of it, but it's just another game of football. And you know what? It's a dead game of football as well. Like, it always ends 1-1. Whether it's at, it's never whether it's at Selhurst Park or it's at the Amex, it's always 1-1. And it always feels like a, a dead game. And I don't really see, like, tackles flying in or, like, great games either. Um, so, yeah, man, not really, not really much of a derby in my opinion. But I'm sure, like, a Palace or Brighton fan would say otherwise. Yeah, no, nah, of course they would, innit? Of course they would. Um, and then we were then followed by Villa against Sheffield United, man. Villa were high flying, having beat Arsenal and City at home. Um, we all kind of knew that <clears throat> Villa at home is a fortress, but big up Sheffield United, man. They gave they gave them a run for their money. Um, in fact, they even scored a late winner, which was ruled out by offside. Some might say harshly ruled out, but we then saw Villa drop some points at home. United Emery, you're doing this thing at Villa, man. We we we, we got to give him flowers as well. Um, and Andy, you you've you've been a fan of Emery, no? Or did you not really like him? No, not I'm not necessarily a fan, but I just feel like um he's bet he's a lot better than what people make out to be. Like. I think yeah. he's a better manager than Mauricio Pochettino, for example. I think Mauricio Pochettino gets the gas that probably... Yeah, I think Pochettino gets the gas that Emery probably deserves, to be honest. He's, you know, won multiple European trophies um, with um, uh, with Sevilla, of course, as, as we all know. Uh, he's done well, came to the Champions League semi-final with Villarreal, with that Villarreal team you know, that previously won also a European final against Manchester United. So, you know, United Emery, he's got uh, trophies and he's got, you know, his, his his resume, if you just look at it on paper, is fantastic, to be honest. The only thing is, obviously, I think the Arsenal stint has really put a dent into, Arsenal and PSG has put a dent into, like, how people view him. Um, I, I even forgot about the PSG one as well. Exactly. So... Yeah, man. But I do think like he deserves a lot of credit, man. And even what he's doing um, at Aston Villa is unheard of. And, and um, yeah, I, I'm curious to see how he's going to, what he's going to do with Villa this season, where, they, where they'll end up. Um, Calvin, as you know, Poch being your former manager, and I know it's kind of hurt your feelings towards him, but him going Chelsea, do you kind of agree there with Andy's comments or disagree about, you know, Emery is a better coach than Poch? Yeah, I have to agree. Obviously, fuck Poch. Yeah, <laughs> you know that. But if I'm keeping it objective, like straight up, I I, lo- I think Poch is a, a good manager. I think he's a good coach, and I think he will do well with Chelsea eventually. I think patience is needed. But if you're looking at it all together, Emery's got a better CV, man. Has Poch even won a trophy? He won the league at PSG, didn't he? A league and I cup, I think. Um, yeah. League and Cup, but that's that's the norm. I feel like us three together there would win something. <laughs> and then obviously didn't win nothing at Spurs. And he's at Chelsea now and he's obviously it's in his first season, so remains to be seen. But if we're looking at those two together, you'd have to put Emery ahead of him, man, hundred percent. And like similarly to what Andy said, what he's doing at Villa, 
is incredible. To have them up there, top three, top four at the moment, yeah, you would never have said that at the start of the season. So um, fair play to what he's doing there. But I think it was a big sort of points dropped because I think if Villa won against Sheffield United, they would have went top of the league. So to then yeah. draw against bottom of the league at home, it's kind of, you know, you look at it and think, have they got the minerals to be able to be competing at the top top end of the table? Because that's when the pressure's there. No he one's de- talking about he, de- he deserves seven, you win a game, you go top. He deserves stick though, especially for this season, even though they've done well, but like tactically and the way they set up and I- I'm even looking at it from the Arsenal game specifically. They're lucky they won that game, to be honest, but it seems like Villa, the way they play, we'll touch on the United game, but the way they play is like they go for the 1-0. So once they get that 1-0, yeah, they don't do anything else. They just want to defend that lead instead of like try and go. The way they played against City was perfect, but it seems like it was just like a one-off. And then against all these other teams, they just, you know, get ahead um, via open play or set pieces more time. And then they just chill, which is criminal. And that's def- definitely tactical. So on Emery's head. No, I absolutely hear it, man. Um, I mean, oh, wait, sorry. I'm being asked to go to my monitor. Wait a minute. Is that who I think it is? Um, Lads, we've had a late introduction to the podcast. It goes by the name of Killer Kens. We didn't think he was going to make it, but I heard he was just doing big things out there. So, Killer, welcome. (laughs) (laughs) That double entendre. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. <laughs> wow. What are you telling us, killer? Nice, nice, nice of you to join us, fella. Don't be hotel, bro. Sorry. I was just coming down from the suite. Ah, oh, I hear it, brother. I hear it. Took a while, yeah? 300 floors. <laughs> they said the elevator wasn't working. <laughs> Certain people couldn't fit in. Damn. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anywho, yeah, man, it's not easy when you, um, Andy, you made the comment there about Emery, um, staying at Arsenal. It's not easy when you replace a manager's, well, one of the greatest managers at a club, similar to Moyes, um, who did the thing at United. Mm. And speaking of Moyes, he finally got, well, I, I think he's beat United, but he got another dub against his former team, United, went to the London Stadium as West Ham played Man United. And I mean, it's that man again. Hey, your countryman, um, Andy. Momo. Momo Kudos. Yeah, man. I mean, as, as as we all know, man, he does not... He belongs to a team way higher than West Ham. Or at least in stature, way higher than West Ham, man. He's way too good for them. Uh, but I feel like um, the way he's being used at West Ham is interesting to see because I think most of us would agree that, you know, you can get the best out of him in the 10 position. But... I think for uh, in Moise's team, he's being played on the right-hand side with, like, freedom. So he starts off on the right, but he drifts into the middle. He sometimes strike a position, etc., and does his thing, man. And obviously, I think, specifically for Ghana, because that's what I care about, I think that might work wonders for him in terms of, like, just discipline because uh, he's getting that into his game now. And I think um, getting one or two years on the Moise might even help his development. So maybe in a strange way, this is a great career move for him in terms of like really learning the game really learning the tactical side of the game and understanding positions understanding when to do what uh so yeah man i'm happy for him man he's doing his thing what afcon coming home yeah <laughs> i got i got money i got money on morocco man but yeah ghana ghana it depends on party in it if he's if he's local then maybe maybe mm, yeah <laughs> be careful of that one um <laughs> yeah man 
as we said there, West Ham were winners against United. I mean, ha, United, man. Obviously, ATH getting his critics, but we also need to give West Ham flowers. Ken, as well, you're, you're a big fan of Kudus, but you, as similar to what Andy said, you want him to go to a bigger club. Nah, it was sick, man. I went to watch him, um, West Ham versus Liverpool in the Carling Cup. It was, he's techie, man. He's so, so techie. But yeah, man, hopefully when Salah goes, he's definitely one that I think we, we'll be definitely watching. Damn. Um, man, not much we can say about United because <laughs> I saw a stat. There's not one in London in about 10 games, 10, 12 games. I don't know. It, it just keeps going up, man. That away record... Um, the Big Ten records, uh, ATH always breaking records. Man said Big but, Ten. Yeah. What the hell is the Big Ten, bro? <laughs> the list is getting longer. They couldn't beat the top four. They couldn't beat the top six. They can't beat the top eight. Fam, it's, it's, it's the top ten, brother. That's what I'm hearing, boy. But obviously, that, that came to an end as we we'll let it go on to speak about. Um, <clears throat> we also had Fulham against Burnley. I mean, Andy, we were talking about Fulham scoring five goals at home back to back and then they did go draw a blank against bottom of the, well I think they were bottom at the time but Burnley who have been stinky as well so just shows the dynamic of Fulham you, you never know what you're going to get with them and I think that's always been the problem with Fulham they're just that club that will stay between the positions of like 10th and 15th they're just around, they're just there they're just literally making up the numbers good enough to remain in the Premier League but not good enough to get into the European positions I mean ever since they reached the UEFA Cup final we haven't seen them in Europe again I think but That's correct exactly. me if I'm wrong never, nah I don't think we have uh, maybe one European League yeah, that would have been the one Z Z Zoltan Guerra and them man what was that American McBride McBride and them man hey <laughs> streets will never forget man I don't know if my listeners are that young to remember. Are that <laughs> That's a crazy one. Nah, is but it Hangerland as well? Brenda Hangerland, them man there. Hey, even Edwin van der Sar, you know. Edwin van der Sar was there doing bits before his move. You get me? Fuller. Don't play with Fuller, man. Right. That's proper football heritage <laughs> as well. That Craven Cottage, that was close to getting demolished. They've somehow rectified it and it's back in its um, feet. It's looking good still. Ah, uh, we go to the famous Kenilworth Road, man. I mean, ha, not many teams have gone there and got a result. You get me, Strider. You get me. Some <laughs> teams have gone there um, and not left for three points. But, you know, normal business from the North London clubs. But Newcastle, man, they... they ha, do you know what, as well? Let's let's talk about what happened just before this game. Nah, that well. bully ball is um, not bullying, bro. That bully ball. <laughs> uh, it's not clicking. It's not clicking. Uh, it, it, it really was not clicking but um, we all know what happened uh, with, Lut with Luton um, their captain falling down um, we were also wishing him um, a speedy recovery um, it could be it for him really um, Tom Lockyer because you don't really recover from this if this is the second time it's happened. Um, but this game was an emotional game for them, you know. They, I think they had something to prove. They were playing for him. Um, and as you know, Townsend, when he scored, they ran to get the shirt. But um, Newcastle, at the same time, man, they are, ever since they beat Arsenal, it's not looked good for them. Out of champs, out of the Carlin Cup. It's what happens when you cheat, man. It's what happens when you cheat. And yes. I, I, what, do you, what, do you, what do you guys think has gone wrong there? 
it's the second year bounce, isn't it? It happens to a lot of these clubs. Mm. They have a great, they have a great season. They get top four, like top six. They overachieve, but at the same time, it's not like they've got bad players. They've got good, good players. No. I think it's injuries, man. I think like they've had to run the same eleven in the Prem, the Champions League, the Carabao Cup, and I just feel like there's been too many games. And bro, like imagine you're playing every three, four days, but they're big games because you can't really drop off in the Prem because you're gonna potentially mess up top four. Champions League, they had mm. the group of death. They had to play their best 11 in every game. And they've gone all the way to the quarters of the Carabao. So it's difficult to have all them injuries and not have the biggest squad and to be playing all those games. But yeah, I, I don't think you can really defend kind of losing to Luton away. Not that it's an easy game, but still you'd expect to go there and pick up the three points, man. Or at least bag or something, isn't it? Like, it obviously... <laughs> Other teams have scored that maybe not got anything out of that game, but yeah, to, to actually get zero and, and, not, and no returns is poor from Newcastle. But Calvin, you do you do make a good point. They had they had a group of death. They can't you know make the squad any weaker. They have been hit by injuries, but it's what happens, man. Maybe the players weren't obviously aren't used to playing this amount of games, so you, you don't start getting more injuries in your squad. So um, it is what it is for them. Uh, but we got a big up Luton, man, because. We were calling them early on to be going down. Um, we were already saying that that bottom three is already set stone, but a lot has happened. And by a lot, Dominic Solanke. Hey, and that you, man, boys, Andy and Kenna. Boy, boy, boy. That's my boy, man. Man has, man has come up. That's my boy, man. That's not my boy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you boy, know what? I'm... I'm sorry, just before you move on, man, I'm just happy for Solanke, man, because obviously, you know, when he was making a name for himself in the Chelsea um, Youth Academy, that famous Chelsea team with Loftus-Cheek in them, man, uh, he was their main goal scorer and he was bagging almost every game. Um, so I was quite happy when, you know, Liverpool, you know, eventually got to sign him when he didn't want to sign a contract at Chelsea. But obviously, for some reason, at that time, Liverpool didn't really play with like an proper nine so to speak so it was difficult for him to uh fit in um in that current system but you know now that Liverpool do try and play with an actual nine you know you can maybe get me but nah but I'm happy for him man Bournemouth um he seems to be doing well and I think we spoke about um him a couple of weeks ago about what can be his next step like a Villa or Newcastle or whatever so yeah man happy for the guy uh, it's, it's been well deserved really and uh, it's good to see him flourishing um, so obviously he got a Hattie against Forrest so I might say it's a very con controversial game Forrest has some controversial dismissals um, which I did see the highlights it did look a bit harsh from the referee um, Forrest made a complaint and you know it's always a, it's always been said oh yeah it's the big teams that always moan obviously there's agenda against Arteta um, Klopp has had his voices but it was nice to see a smaller club in the Prem actually says his officials like yo you man you need to fix up because Kenna you've been very vocal about them as well like we all know the bar is in hell right now with officiating it's actually poor like you try giving them the benefit of the doubt but they just keep getting it wrong oh time after time man um so Forrest there lodged a complaint but let's not take away um what Solanke did there as I said getting a hat trick as to the list of another player that gets a prem hat trick before Marcus Rashford um so much so Andy's even thinking about bringing him back so it does say a lot I mean, he's been linked with Arsenal 
And I don't know how I feel about that personally. But then again, when you've got someone like Eddie and Ketia, I mean, Dominic Solanke is more class than in it if you're comparing it to where, <laughs> if you're comparing it to Eddie and Ketia. So. Damn, like that. <laughs> Brother, you are, <laughs> let me know, man, because people <laughs> call me Kenna if I speak about Eddie and Ketia. <laughs> I've just never been a... <laughs> wow, wow, wow. <laughs> I've just never been a fan of the kid, man. But you got to big him up, um, Dominic Solanke. He's doing his thing. And, <clears throat> you know, it, it comes after you're suffering so much, like Bournemouth as a club. I think we've ruled them out as well. Um, even a, a few of us on the podcast were calling for the manager's head top, saying he's, he's got to go. Um, but he somehow managed to turn his team around. And Bournemouth, I saw a stat. Obviously, we'll talk about their next game. Um, but they, out of their first nine games, they lost something like that. And then their last nine, they've won seven, lost one, and drawn one. So, mostly fourth team in the Prem at the moment. Yeah, is it? Yep. Yeah. I mean, that, that really says it all, man. That really says it all. And going to the most informed team after eight games, see strides. Wake up, boy. <laughs> Richarlison <Midland>. came <laughs> Richarlison faced his former club Everton and not only you know he 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 backed it in it did he, was, did he score two or was it just the one nah he scored one as well one but obviously you man got the dub I think you guys were 2-0 up um, Everton did give you guys a bit of um, a bit of hard work towards the end had a disallowed goal and then did score again and nearly scored an equaliser but um you guys held, held held it held it good, man. Um, I think you've you've got your little tough patch done. Would you agree? Yeah, that little rough patch where you had some difficult games. Obviously, you lost um, a few games, but you've kind of turned things around. Yeah, to a certain extent, I think. Obviously, we went on that four or five game run, and then we beat Newcastle, beat Forest, beat Everton. So things are things are better now. I don't think the performance was great. I'll be honest. I think. Um, we went 2 0 up and we were lucky to be 2 0 up at half time. I think Everton were the better side. I think in the second oh, half again, shit. they were the better side and they, they really should have. Yeah, like if you if you just didn't watch the game and you just saw the score, you think, okay, Spurs have won. But yeah. mate, it could have easily been 2 2, even 3 2 to Everton. I don't think we were good at all. I do think a big part of that was because uh, Romero went off at half time and Dyer came on. And whenever Dyer plays, things just tend to go downhill. <laughs> um, news broke today that Romero's out for four or five weeks. So you know what that means? Dyer's back in the back line. So expect results to, to fall off a cliff. Um, <laughs> but to be fair, I, I was impressed with Evan, man. I thought they played well, but we got the three points. And you know what? I'm actually glad that you three are, are here because I'm pretty sure it was you three that were getting onto Richarlison. Um about his lack of goals, 60 mil, he's rubbish, he's this, he's that. We might say it now. Enjoy it, man. Enjoy him. Enjoy it. Hey, if you like it, I love it, man. Facts. <laughs> if you're happy, no, no, no. I'm happy, bro. <laughs> no, no, Finally, I don't, I don't want that. that I want, I want... In the chat today, you made a good point. What is it that he said? Nah, I, I said, I said what's now. Nah, he's, he's, he's done well, obviously. Uh, the, the returns in the last couple of games is good. But let's see if he, he needs to keep it up, you know, because... This is the same that I'm saying about my nine when, you know, he scored the two against um, uh, Newcastle, then he scored again against West Ham, but then he didn't score for the next 10. So it's, it's football at a top game to be considered world-class or whatever. Consistency is the name of the game, man. So let's see if we can if you're happy keep with it up. Nine, I'm happy with our <laughs> nine, bro. 
and don't that as well. what Ken is talking about though, because that's that's just a dumb <laughs> response. Because the thing is, <laughs> what yeah, do you it's mean? like if you're happy, no, but tell, but, no, but tell me what you're saying about him though, because you were very critical, yeah, about Richarlison, very critical, saying that he's a waste, blah blah. And I always said, yeah, last season playing under Conte in that system didn't suit him, didn't really suit anyone really, apart from Harry Kane, but he's just world class, the best nine in the world, yeah. So he's come back, he's had his injury problems before, he's finding his operation, and since then playing an attacking formation, he's back on form. So. I don't know, man. Maybe Brother, that people are talking happy, to you soon I'm about happy, him. Man. Yeah, man. A whole season Wait. and I was talking to you soon. <laughs> Mental. Mental. Like I said, bro, I'm pretty sure he's got more goals than Darwin Nunes this season. So, boy, and, and Gabriel Jesus on that man. Yeah, Minya, I'm coming for you as well. So, like I said, man, let's see what happens. Whoa, whoa, this season, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't loud it too much, boy. That's what I'm coming I'm for. just saying. Brother, so what do you want? Now, an apo- what do you want? An, ap- an apology? That's that's nah, not that, nothing, that's not that's, that's not that. happening in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, I just I just want to, I just <laughs> I just want to just big him up, man, because obviously he's been under a lot of pressure since he signed. He was signed for big money, and we're finally starting to see a little return. And when Son goes to the Asia Cup well, in they, a couple of weeks, we're gonna need him to step up. Yeah. So, well, there you go. You said it yourself, brother. You signed him for a lot of money. And what only now is giving you the returns and, and you and you want allowed it. Come on, man. You're better than that, man. And as you said, the sun's going away, so <laughs> we won't be there. This is where we'll that's this is where we'll judge him, bro. So you know what I mean? There's nothing to say right right now, Stris. I'm happy for you, but now that sun's gone, step up. Say, same as say, you can say the same for Darwin as well. This is where we'll judge you now, because now yeah. it's on your head. Yeah, yeah. You get me? But like being real, like back to Spurs, yeah. Like I am worried about the, the next few games without having Romero. Obviously, Van der Ven's still a few weeks away. Um, we no Madison still. Benton, of course, obviously. So we saw Basuma go away. Song goes away. I don't want to loud it and talk too soon. And then, do you know what I mean? We're we're missing a, a lot of players across the next month or so. So could be techie for us. But I'm kind of glad we've got the free wins on the bounce that can kind of give us a little bit of breathing room because as I keep saying and I've said from the beginning of the season top four's the goal man it wasn't even the goal really it was about enjoying the team play but now we're here midway point of the season you have to go for it I'll be disappointed yeah man 100% of the Spurs man you have to <laughs> Strizza man they're still not putting respect on your club's name man it's tight I don't get it bro <laughs> I don't get it because do you know what it is I don't want to like ramble on about Spurs I'll be here all day but it's like people forget that and just just come through the door and look at the transformation. We're talking about a team that before last night's games were four points off the top. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I no one <laughs> had us there. No one, bruv, kick this man out of the... Ch- <laughs> 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 man came late, uh, bro, and he's just ear chatting shit, bro. Get him out. <laughs> what does he bring to the table, honestly, other than an annoying voice? But nah, big man thing, like, more respect needs to be put on our name. It needs to be... Uh, like man, I'm not rating Spurs. I don't get it, bro. Like we literally, no. we we are, we are ahead at the moment. At the moment in time, we're ahead Ooh, of City. We, you took you took we're a second to make sure whatever I don't say it doesn't sound nice. You said we are, <laughs> and then you took a second. <laughs> like, let me be careful. <laughs> we're ahead of Newcastle. No, but it's true though. Like if you look at all the man's predictions pre-season, no one had us even in the top six. So it's like we deserve respect for where, what we're doing right now. But anyway, man, that Spurs wrapped up. Up the Spurs. Come on.
No, obviously, you're right. You're right. We, we should give you guys more respect. And as Andy has said, AFCON and obviously the Asia Cup, You got, as you just said, the names there, you're going to lose a lot of players through that. And also injury, it will be a real test. Let's see when you guys come out in February, um, early March time. So, yeah, man, we'll keep an eye on the Spurs, man, obviously. Um, and then we had the top two um, clash. Interesting that when we say top two clash, we're not including Man City for once. Arsenal went to Anfield, a place um, historically, as we all know, they don't like visiting. They don't have a good record. What's that? Now. Eleven years, no dub. <laughs> I mean, you, you're, you're checking, not me. So, is it? You tell me. Yo, that's what streets are saying, man. Eleven years, no dub at Anfield, bro. Mental. Nice. Streets are saying a lot of things about you from last night, but I won't speak in it. <laughs> People are getting rattled. Hey, let's stick to the script, my guys. What the hell? Stick to the script. <laughs> <laughs> but um, as Kenna has just said, that um, supposedly it is 11 years no dub for Arsenal and it carried on, but it wasn't a loss. Last two years, it's not been a loss. So some might call that progression. <laughs> but I would have loved to have beat Liverpool at Anfield. I think it's... Um, <clears throat> Before we go into Liverpool, I'll touch on Arsenal. It's this season where we've broken some of our difficult ducks. Um, <laughs> somehow, just going to Merseyside was an issue. We finally beat Everton at their ground. Um, we obviously beat City um, at their ground. At our ground, sorry. I mean, we just beat them at their ground. And I think there was another one that, <laughs> that I, I can't remember. But the Anfield Duck was the one I was hoping we could break as well this season. But it's going to have to wait for another season. Nevertheless, um, it was a good game. Um, I'm sure Andy and Kenna will agree. Um, was it a fair result? Mm, I, I, don't, I don't know, you know. I feel like we could have won. They could have won. Um Maybe a draw was the fair result. Obviously, we had a lot of controversial moments in that game. Um, more so the handball, um, so that Odegaard in the penny area. People are saying it should have been a pen. Some are saying it wasn't a pen. I will say I can see why it wasn't given, but at the same time, I can see why it would have been given. We will never know with this one. It's just one of those weird ones um, that... I can't really explain it, but I feel like Arsenal played well. Um, lacking a proper number nine as always. That's always going to be um, repeated at my voice because I, I just feel like with Gabby Jesus, yeah, it offers something. And Ketia actually did well for once when he came on. Um, still not respecting that, that number 14 yet. So, yeah, I, I like I said after the game, I'm not mad getting a point at a place where we're horrid at. But I want to hear from the Liverpool fans, man. How did you, how did you guys feel? Kenna, you want to go? So don't rush it. Kenna, you want to go? For me, I, I think we were deserved of a dub for me personally, of where defensively we were, I think we were standing, to be honest. Canate had a probably... If you agree, Drew, like top three game he's had for us, he was Martinelli bullied him out of his pocket. Jesus didn't get a sniff, and then just going forward, we were just lacking that final pass. It's it was it was annoying at times, but we should have got the dub in the, at the end of the day, and especially the record we have against Arsenal. I think if we get um, the bodies, we should have fit. Yeah. 
it was a really good positive game for us of where we have so much upside going for us as soon as we get our bodies back of where I know for me we'll secure top four soon and then we can kick on from that yeah I mean I, f- I felt like I felt like um, overall probably the draws deserved uh, just in terms of like how both teams played and both teams um, seemingly wanting to win that game but I did feel like if anyone was going to win the game it was probably going to be Liverpool um, we got done hard by with the penalty decision that wasn't given with the with the Odegaard thing. I heard so many theories. He slipped. He, he, his hands were on the side. None of that. He clearly... It's a penalty. It's, it's just a penalty. And even the response from PGMR, they're chatting shit. It's just a penalty. And I think Arsenal got lucky there. But there's still a lot of game to be played. So we couldn't really use that as an excuse. Um, even the five against one, where obviously, you know, Declan Rice's aura made Trent miss. <laughs> um, that that should be a goal. You get me? So there was a lot of things where like, especially in the second half, where I felt like we had the bigger chances. And I don't remember really a big chance from Arsenal in the second half. So I think all in all, uh, probably a draw is probably deserved in terms of how both teams played. But if anyone uh, could have won that game, it would have been us, man. So uh, I'll echo I'll echo Kenner's sentiments where like I feel like um, yeah, it said a lot about our team in terms of like the upside of it and with the players coming back, etc. And how we played against um, this Arsenal super team. Um, but it just goes to show, man. Like I think the narrative around Liverpool, especially because last season we had a poor season. All of a sudden, Liverpool is 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 a team we can beat. I think that was the narrative going into the game from a lot of Arsenal fans. I'm not saying you, Monia, because you're one of the most level-headed ones I know, but a lot of Arsenal fans were fairly confident of a three points, and and I think this is basically based that that Gengen press of where we went through a spell of of where we were outstanding, man, of where Arsenal could not breathe, of where Zinchenko couldn't get his foot on the ball. Rice Cumbria. Yeah, they made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. But we didn't capitalize. We didn't capitalize. So, in a way, it's our fault. Yeah, but now, I, to me, anyway, personally, I'll be like, there's so many positives coming from our side, knowing how many bodies we have to get back in, of where, yeah, man, top four, we're coming, man. I hear it, man. Man, I hear the energy. And Andy, I. I, I get it as well because I <laughs> I did see those same Arsenal fans as well get loud in it. Uh, I could see why um, some Arsenal fans thought this could be it, but at the same time, I know our club, man. I, I know it too well. I've been here before. Monia, you, you um, know, do you know what I always laugh of where we've actually lost, I think we've lost one of the last 30 games, bro. And it was that last minute goal against Tottenham. Like, people don't respect, like, yeah. for where we are, People don't respect us. It's just it's actually mental. It's not it's not it's not even just that. It's not even just that, yeah. I think like last season, like it's in terms of the start of last season, yeah, we were doing the exact same thing Chelsea were doing. But Chelsea ended the season tenth and we ended the season fifth. And now we're um now we're second or second or first, sorry, and Chelsea are twelfth. So people are not deep in like the actual progress that's been made with Liverpool in comparison to last season. So the disrespect is a bit like, come on, man. We're doing well. We're doing good. We're rubbing shoulders with, with like the 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 best team that Arsenal has seen. Yeah, yeah, that Arsenal has seen in a, in a few a few years. So in the, in terms of the context of the rest of the season, 
I'm not necessarily too worried, man. I'm fairly confident, to be honest. Where we will end up, I don't know. I even said it myself, man. People weren't respecting your man's thing too much, man. Like, you lot have got some good results. We all know about the Spurs game, what happened there. Um, your, your league position is, is actually not being talked about as much. But I think, you know, as the club that you are, people aren't as surprised because that is your level now, isn't it? Always up there, top two, top three. So, um, almost like playing as expected, really, I guess. Mm. Exactly, Munya. Like, I'm not being funny, but <laughs> what, do, what, are you, what flowers do you man want? Like, what? You should be up, up there rubbing shoulders. Yeah, last season you, you fell off, you, you finished fifth or wherever you finished. Was it fifth or sixth? I can't remember. Where, where did you predict You should never have finished in those positions. Now, but where did you predict start the, the season? season? Start of the season, I said you'd be second or third. I can't remember one of the two. I thought City would win it, and I said Liverpool Arsenal will be neck and neck. But I thought City would win it. So, yeah, you're top of the league now. Currently, obviously, with an extra game played. City haven't been performing as well, but we know City, when they play their games in hand, that, that post-January, February City is a different animal. But you're where you should be. Nah, nah, Strizza, I... deserve credit. Nah, nah, Strizza, I agree. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not necessarily talking about we deserve credit. I'm talking about how, because of last season, how, like, the outside... The outside world are looking at yeah, Liverpool. People, people chat shit about us about oh we're not good defensively. Yeah, we, we leak goals, etc. Bro, we could. We don't have a six. We don't have a six. We don't have a nine. The same amount of goals as, as this Arsenal super team, and people look at us like oh we're bums and shit like that. And I'm like, brother, who are these people? Team, bro, is this? Are you, is this? Bro, is this gonna be bullying. insecure and paranoid nah. again? <laughs> nah, hey, nah, Strizza, I can't lie to you, yeah? Check the TL, boy. That for you, Paige. Bro. bro. Yeah, bro. Bro, listen, let, let, let's keep it a buck, man. We know that Virgil's back back to the old Virgil. He's been solid this season. Bruv, you'd think Kanate was Kenneth Pickney the way he talks about him. So in terms <laughs> of your centre-backs, you've got the best keeper in the world. So defensively, and I, I think the only per, the only person that gets corn is Trent, really. But I think the way you're and playing he's the best player now, in the league. Like, and he's the best player in the league. He's been the best player in the league for the past Mate, Ooh, Let's not even talk far. about Trent. Kenny will be here. He's been Wait, the best, best player in the league, league this season. <laughs> no, no, last six weeks. Last six oh, weeks. Uh, last six weeks. Listen, <laughs> 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 my man. Like the season didn't start in August. Please, Kenna. Please. Like, uh, I've been critical of the fact you don't have a six, yeah? I, I admit that. Right, but let's let's talk, let's talk facts about Endo. Like, but let's talk a, a little bit of facts about Endo. Has he been poor? Yes or no? Because I don't think he hasn't. He's been alright. He's been alright. He's been better than people thought. Yeah. Let's put it that way. So I mean, I think I think he's, he's been alright. Same you amount of goals in. as this Arsenal super team. We're a good team. We're defensively solid. We don't leak goals. We don't leak chances. We're a really good team, bro. So, so I think we're not a super team, bro. We're, we're challenging for top four, man. That's what we're trying to secure. We're trying to secure top four. <laughs> this is this is the thing, and this is this is my issue with Kenner, Yeah, whenever I speak to him, whenever he's on pod, because he talks up Liverpool, this, that, the other. But when it comes to the okay, cool, so do this, then he he plays it down. So you're trying to cover your back, bro. You're either one or the other. Which mean? one is it? No, we're trying to secure top four, bro. We're, we're a Europa League. So Arsenal, Arsenal are a super team. Arsenal, yeah. Arsenal are a super team. 
yeah, but you are rubbing yeah. shoulders with them. You've conceded the same amount of goals as them. You've scored, I don't know if yep. you scored more, probably have scored more goals than them, but they're a super yes, team have. and you're not. It don't make no sense, bro. No, it makes not. no sense. We're not. We're not, we're not in the no, Champions think. League, my bro. Yeah. We're not in the Champions League, my bro. Yeah, exactly, bro. So if, so if anything, the we're fact bomb. you can like we're rotate bomb. and rest players in the Europa League... Arsenal also are at a disadvantage because Arsenal have got to play the best 11 in Ah, Strizza, Strizza, allow it, man. Please, man. Come on. No, but, no, but am, 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 am I like, bro? You, you know me, man. I'm not going to sit here and back. I'm not going to sit here and back Arsenal. I'm not going to sit here and back Arsenal at all because I hate Arsenal. I get what you're saying. This year, I'm not going to, I'm not going to have man come on the pod yet and say, and like, not act like Liverpool should be up there and are up there. And they shouldn't be there because no, no, no. But I think I think have, you have the you have the capability to completely rest your team in the Europa League, the game before you play Arsenal, right? And Bro, they had a week's rest. They still haven't got the same. They had a week's rest for that game. I know, I know that this game is different, but I mean, in terms of the league, right? I mean, in terms of the league, you can rest your players on a Thursday if you've got a game on a Sunday. Arsenal haven't had that luxury, so I feel as though like. You should be up there and like when nah, Kenner's but, calling out this Arsenal super team, how can we compete? Not so much you, Andy, but more Kenner. But Kenner, 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 no, but Kenner, Kenner is coming. Hold on, hold on, Kenner. Kenner's coming from the angle, like you have to apply a little bit. He's coming from the angle of what people have been saying about Liverpool. Kenner doesn't necessarily believe that himself. You know what I mean? So he's he's kind of like, you know what I mean? He's Andy, he's, he's going, he's going. I'm saying this. He's going with the narrative of what people have been saying about Liverpool. If you were to ask Kenner, people, bro, come on, man. There's Bearman. Man, no, there's Bearman even in the in our chat in the in, like o- overall narrative saying Liverpool are not good enough. We don't have a six. We concede loads of chances. We don't have a number nine. And we don't control we're, games. We're the best league. We're we're, con- we're we're rubbing shoulders with the best team in the league right now. Where we're points. No, we're top of the league right now technically. Bro, we're a really good side and we don't get the respect we sh- we deserve. That's that's for me. And I've been saying it all season long. And I'm saying, bro, my team, for me personally, and Munya will attest, I think we should f- be challenging for the league slash top two. We're better than Arsenal, in my opinion. In my humble opinion, we're better than Arsenal. But if you ask t- 10 people, 9 out of 10 will say Arsenal are a better side than us. I, I don't think this Arsenal side are that good. That's me personally. So, so basically, you're calling, us a, you're, calling, you're calling us a super team because people don't rate you. What do you mean? <laughs> no, you're a super team. You're a super team. No, but you exactly. You're calling us that because people don't rate you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I Monya, Monya, move on, man. Move on, move on, move on, move on. Monya, move on. Calvin, Calvin, Calvin. You, you, you can't tell Kenner. No, no, look, look what he's saying. He can't answer. See, you can't. Uh, see, look at the difference. And I answered it. You don't. No, I answered it. I answered it. Brother. I answered it. You're, you're the only one person that calls us a super team because people don't rate you. That's it. Let's just, and said, let's move on. It's because of Nothing to do with us. You are a super team. Anyways, you're an Arsenal super team, bro. You just said people don't rate you. People said, oh, oh. Yeah, but yeah, it's nothing to do with me. With all, I would, it's nothing. It's two independent um, opinions. Anyway, good luck, man. I hope you might win the league, innit? <laughs> so we had the first ever Christmas Eve game. Well, I don't know if it's first ever, but first in a while. Um, <clears throat> Chelsea went to the Molyneux, um, thinking, you know, we could give our fans uh, early Christmas present. And up came Raheem Sterling, moving like the Grinch. <laughs> My God. Honestly, if you're in that changing room after that game, because let let's face it, we all know that um that 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 um potential goal 
where Wolves lost the ball. It was literally three against the keeper. Like no defenders, no Wolves player were ever there. All Raheem had to do what Harry Kane should have done at the World Cup was um, square it, sweaty goal, but he went for goal and he missed. And I mean, if Chelsea score there, they'd probably go on to win the game. Like, no doubt about it. Because when they missed that chance, it just gave Wolves that extra boost. Like, we just caught life. Let's go nick this. I don't know what Raheem was thinking. I, I really don't. I think every Chelsea fan would want to ask what would go through your head there. But um, after that chance, Wolves just went on, got the goal. Stadium was up and kicking. Then they got the second and you thought that was it. But up came the referees with nine minutes added on. And um, who backed again that new player? Oh, it's not new. Um, they signed him in the summer. Nkunku. Nkunku, yeah. Gets his, gets his first goal. Um, but obviously it wasn't enough. Um, just a consolation. Chelsea lose 2-1, man. And I mean, this is one that's difficult for me to analyse because we were talking about Poch earlier, Andy. I, I, you can't... Poch done all he could, really. Like, he set his team up right. They should have been winning by the first half. Raheem has that chance. He's kind of been let down by his players. Um, I don't know if you, what you man think, but I feel like Chelsea just let Poch down there. And I don't want to point the finger at Raheem, but we're always going to talk about that one chance. But as a, as a club, Chelsea let let themselves down. What do, what do you what do you man think? I'll be real. Like personally, it's a it's a tough one to analyze, like you say, because Sterling's got to square it. I don't know if you see the clip of him where he said someone asked him on Sky Sports, "If you're one v one with a yeah. keeper, what would you do?" <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, twice this season in two different games, he's shot the exact same shot. So you can't really like account for players making the wrong decisions. Experienced players as well. I think Nico Jackson had a chance where he was he was through on goal and, and he could have shot with his left foot, and he tries to oh, cut back onto his right man. again. You can't he, really he, he's, he's you can't account for that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So th- those situations you can't yeah you, you can't blame anyone but the players themselves. However, Chelsea were making constant mistakes trying to play out from the back. Thiago Silva, De Sarsi, um Colwell. Gusto, the whole back line, Colwell, the whole back line just getting caught on the ball. I don't know if it's a case of Poch is telling them to play out from the back, they're not capable of doing it, or they're just they're they're doing it, but they think they've got more time than they have. I, I don't think going to the Molyneux yet, going to Molyneux is an easy game. They've beaten a lot of top sides um at home. But Chelsea just looked off it from from the back. You can't build up play from the back if the players aren't confident to do it. So maybe you look at the manager from that sense. But just in general, man, Chelsea, you don't know what you're going to get from week to week, game to game. And yeah, man, there's there's problems, there's issues there. They've obviously lost Enzo now, who I don't really rate that much. But I think he's definitely one of their better players. So yeah, man, Chelsea just a hard one to pinpoint and put your finger on, really. Stinky, man. Just, to, I mean, that's that's all you can really say for Chelsea. Um, and it's like, when is it going to click? Like, how much more time are we going to give Poch? Because cause it's not looking good, bruv. I swear they're like currently 10th in the league. That, that, that's not that's not Chelsea. And we all know that. <laughs> Sorry, 11th in the league right now. You can't be page two out of two, bro. Like, as, as a big club like Chelsea, 
My yeah, my, qu my my question to Jake was in regards to that is do you like do we actually think that Chelsea will fall off? It will be like this for a number of years, or is this like a blip? Because I'm if they're not careful, it might be like this for a couple of years, man. And I'm not saying I'm not saying 10, 12, but like it might be a couple of years of not touching top four until they actually saw it out completely. Because it's huh? it's looking a mess. I can see that. Like, I can 100% see that happening. Will it? I mean, just because it's Chelsea, you, you'd be like, no, it's not. But there's a big chance that could happen because you're right. I don't see them getting to the top four. If you look at the current top four, they're not any better than the teams in there now. I mean, you can say Villa, but the way Villa are playing is, 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 is respected. Then outside the top four, you've got United, you've got City, um, and I think yeah they're not better than any of those teams I think we've seen now Newcastle have had their fun unless they get a new manager who knows because um, I think Eddie Howe well we're going to Newcastle anyways but West Ham are always up there but they fall off Brighton are always around there but they fall off but you're right man <laughs> getting him into top six Andy not even top four top six <laughs> I, 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 I know man it's I, tight I, I, you know it's very tight They'll just spend a load of money, though, won't they? That's what they do. They'll just, they'll just throw but money fun. at it and hope it clicks. But you, you know the, you, but you know the thing with the throwing money thing, yeah. Especially nowadays, it's, it, it doesn't click, man. You have to throw money and you have to coach. So if you can't coach, oh, it's peak. Yeah. <laughs> but Poch is a good coach, right? You may not rate him as a manager, but do you not think? Do you not think in terms of developing players, he's proven previous clubs that. That is what he can do. A hundred percent, a hundred percent, and they are a young team. And this is why you obviously you have to with with Poch and um, even Eriksen Hag. I have the same thing. Really, it's like you probably have to give them time. But will they be afforded time by fans and owners? That is the question. That that is just a million dollar question because it's a results business, especially for teams like that. Immediate response, man. Instant gratification. So it's tight. It's very tight. Um, yeah, and then, you know what? And just last thing on, just last thing on Chelsea, that like was alarming to me when I saw the lineup come out, and I think about how much money they've spent. A lot of those players like wouldn't get into the other top six clubs, even the ones that are struggling, just falling falling out of it. Like they struggle to get in, and I think that's the alarming thing as well. Like Gallagher and that Ogochukwu in a double pivot, they don't get into any of the other top six. Jackson and Broyard don't get in. Sterling, I don't know, probably doesn't get in. Maybe, maybe, maybe a couple, but I don't know. Palmer's a good young player, but would he get in? City got rid of him for a reason. He wasn't good enough to get into their team. Like, and then the back line, Thiago Silva's at OAP now. Should be should be retiring and just chilling <laughs> on the beach in Brazil. Desarsi <laughs> is a is a disaster. Every time I've seen Desarsi, he's made a mistake. Badia Chile made a mistake. He's another one, just another donk at the back. Badia donk. Gusto, he, he's <laughs> He's got nice plats and that, but really, is he really that good? It's, the whole team is just, do you know what I mean? So when you look at it, they spent a billion and that's the crap they live wow. out week in, week out. Like, I don't know, man. That's you the alarming thing to me. That overnight. Chelsea always find a way, bro. Yeah. Not to I mention, not to mention Madrid and, and players like that. Madueke, just, yeah, man. You said they always find a way, but fam, have they bit their luck a bit too much? Who knows, man? Who knows? Um, so then with the Boxing Day um, matches, we all were treated to a game literally from half 12 all the way up until eight. Kicked off 
um, with Newcastle versus Forest. I don't know about you, man. I, I, I wasn't sure if I was watching Prime Leo Messi or was it Chris Woods. I mean, one of the best hat tricks I've seen in a while in the Premier League. He literally dunked on Newcastle and didn't celebrate for all his goals, um, which I get, but I don't get because I don't really who remember who really remembers him playing at Newcastle. Like, I, he, you don't really recall it that well. So I'm just like, bro, it's not that deep. Celebrate. You scored a Hattie at least for the third goal. But again, another L for Newcastle, back-to-back Ls. It's not looking good for them, as we said. But Forrest with Nuno um, look like they've taken a, 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 a change. I think we all mentioned the Steve Cooper sacking was a bit harsh. Um, but maybe that new manager bounce has helped them. Um, can't, can't, can't really say much more on that. But Forrest um, doing do, do what they need to do. But Newcastle just being shit, can't lie. And another team at the bottom that are doing well was Bournemouth. They hosted Fulham. Again, Fulham, just inconsistent. How did you get slapped 3-0 as well, man? By a Bournemouth side that, again, we said, in most informed team in the Prem, we, we've got to give them flowers um, as always. So we've got to keep an eye on Bournemouth. And I don't know about you, man, but genuinely, I feel like this was the best game of the Boxing Day. Did anyone catch Sheffield United against Luton? Uh, nah, not live. <clears throat> I mean, sort of obviously United, fans, not United fans will disagree, but that game had a lot of action, man. Um, a lot of goals, as you can see. Um, but I genuinely thought that was one of the better games of the weekend. Again, Luton, back-to-back dubs. Pick up themselves, man. Um, Sheffield United were unlucky to get the win. They took the lead at one point, but Luton just kept pushing. Bear in mind, Luton did score two on goals, but, you know, you you got you, you got to get a bit of luck. That was one of the better games of Boxing Day, and then Liverpool went away to Turf Moor. Um, I think the game should have been done by the first half. Andy and Ken, I don't know if you disagree, because um, Burnley was stinky. They kind of woke up second half, and had they been a bit more clinical, they could have got a point or even more. Um, but you guys then just killed it towards the end with the return of Jota. I mean. <laughs> Not much you can say to that performance, no? I think it was a pretty standard level performance. You got the dub. We dominated, man, from minute one to minute last. Uh, like you said, obviously, game should have been done in the first half. We had hella chances. But second half, we only... Our first shot on target, or our first attempt to shoot happened in the 81st minute. So that says a lot about how that second half went. But... Um, I think we were just, you know, solid enough defensively, minus a few lapses that gave uh, Burnley a glimmer of hope. But uh, yeah, man, we kept the clean sheet, two two goals, Darwin and Jota on the score sheet. Um, yeah, man, all, all, all pressure to Arsenal now. Over to you. Hey, man, West Ham at home won't be easy, but we'll, we'll, we'll try our best. We'll try our best. And then the last game, of the Boxing Day was Aston Villa um, who played United at Old Trafford and for many teams maybe Liverpool and Arsenal more so maybe even Spurs and City we were hoping United would do us um, a job about half time <laughs> it weren't looking too good um, Villa were up 2-0 um, a howler I guess you can say for Monana for the first goal I mean 
he didn't even attempt to go for the ball. He just went straight in from a John McGinn free kick. And then infamous words by Tosin, who shall defend? The second goal was just shocking defending from United. When my man, like, what's his name? Did D- D- Donka? When he's bagging against you? <laughs> fam, you really got to look at yourself and think, fuck, what is going on? But, hey, the Theatre of Dreams World Cup, Eric Ten Hag was fighting for his life. The second <laughs> half. The way he was moving in that first half, yeah, <laughs> it was too funny. Every little decision that he got his way, <laughs> man was running up and down the touchline. Surprised um, he get yellow. Because that's how Teta, Teta's getting booked, by the way. <laughs> Let me let you know, know that now. Um, yeah, man. Uh, Gal Natural scores a brace. And hey, Calvin, can, can can you join me in the song, please? Can can you join me in the song because I can join you. On a, we've been waiting on a miracle. I'm <laughs> waiting on a miracle. miracle to come. That's such a banger, bro. It's such a banger. Hey, Sean Millis. I'm trying to get this together. Hey, you see when Hoyland bagged, yeah. Hey, listen. If there's anyone listening to the pod that needs a, a backup singer, shout me mm, at underscore mm. C Shrider. But all Ooh. jokes aside, I was so happy when Hoyland scored, man. I can't lie, bro. But I actually smiled. Genuinely. I cheered the goal. I was happy for Garnacho. I don't know why, but they tried to get my man out of here. But I see a player in there, players. man. For... Yeah. Oh, 100%. I think for both players, um, it's not that Hoyland wasn't bagging. He just wasn't bagging in the Prem. But he finally ended that drought, man. And obviously, you just see the emotions in him as he was celebrating. Bro, it's so nice to see. That man not deep in yet. He's 20. He's come for big, big money, yeah. Like, there's pressure. He's come in and he's, he's United's number nine. And it's not like the team's doing well so he can get a blight. Everyone else is struggling. So there's pressure. You've got memes. And I know them man talk about it. They're, on, they're engaged. They're on socials. He's seeing the videos. He's seeing the memes. He's seeing Sean Millis. Bruv, them man are probably, like Rashford and Sandra are probably bantering about in the, in like, do you know what I mean? And for him to come through that and bag, I just hope he goes on a run now, man. Genuinely, like, because I, I think there's a player there. Like, he's talented. I know I know. Kenna was saying yesterday in the chat, he's washed, he's rubbed. Like, I think there's something there, bruv. He, he's a bit raw, but like, if he could refine his game a bit, Bro, he could be a problem. Bro, this is what you man. say for shit players, man. That everything you just <laughs> use is what people use for shit players. I was waiting for Kenna, man. <laughs> but Kenna, weren't you saying the same things about Darwin? Yeah, but he's shit. He's shit. Oh, you think that? Oh, you changed your tune? Nah, he's shit, bro. I, I said him from the start, bro. Like, I would have never signed him from the start. The same as Hoyland, bro. He scored nine goals in a fluent um, Atalanta team. That's not a good sign, bro. And he scored, what, one in 15 now for Man United? Bro, that's not a good sign, bro. That You're saying the, the signs of a good player, bro. He's never on the end of any good chances. And yesterday, yo, today, whatever it was yesterday, it's a decent finish. But would you want him leading your line? No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Fair enough. Fair enough, man. But the miracle happened. United got the dub, um, which... I mean, like I said, probably did a favour for the likes of Arsenal, Liverpool and Spurs City because that Villa, I mean, we're just grabbing points for fun. Um, back to, well, they've dropped points now back to back, which obviously dents, puts a dent in their performances, but let's, let's not like, give, like lose respect for them. 
Um, they've done very well, and it's good for United to get a dub, man, because ETH it's in for another 10 more games. So I'm happy, man. ETH <laughs> in for a bit longer, and, and Villa dropping points doesn't get better. Um, thanks for staying with us, listeners, because that there's been a lot of games discussed there. We still have five more games in this game week before the next game week on Saturday. It's just uh, Calvin said. Games after games after games. We love this time of the year for fans, but obviously for players, it's um, it's very intense. Um, we have Brentford against Wolves, Chelsea against Palace, Everton against City. Is, is City come back from winning the Club World Cup? Um, Brighton v Spurs and Arsenal um, against West Ham. Um, before we go, man, I know we've been drinking a lot. Any shots? Any shots? None for me. Nah, man, I'm all shot out. I can't lie, bro. I need to drink water. <laughs> <laughs> hey, only for a couple of more days, then we go again on New Year's Eve, man. Oh, bro, don't remind but me, man. It's been a... I'm hitting up um, Amsterdam for New Year's. <laughs> so, Andy, if you're about, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. When are you? When are you here? When are you? When are, when are you here? Thirty uh, first. I'm there, literally there for one night. So, oh, for one night, yeah. Then, yeah, enjoy, man. <laughs> 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 All right, boys. Well, it's been a pleasure. Um, listeners, keep checking in. We'll post that BBC interview as well um, tomorrow. Oh, man, man is plugging it again, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty work, man. <laughs> I can't believe I can't it. Man started the pod. Let me let the people go, man. All right, it's been a pleasure, everyone. See you guys next week. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Hey, Kyle.